agents of the reject variance authority. We are here once again, Greg, Coy, and myself, to discuss another episode of Loki Season 2. It's episode 4, Heart of the TVA. That's a, that's a intriguing title right there. Uh, yeah, these are our fresh thoughts, hot off the presses, hot off of the first-time viewing experience, which you can go check out in highlights form over at youtube.com slash therealrejects, or if you'd like to sync up with us and enjoy the full-length Loki experience, uh, bring your own Disney Plus account or a physical copy if you've somehow managed to manifest one, and uh, and yeah, sync up with us, and uh, let's watch it together. That's patreon.com slash therealrejects. We also got a bunch of other stuff over there with the watch along where you sync up, as well as highlights, uh, exclusive highlight reels and stuff included. So it's worth checking out if you like anything you see that led you to this place uh, that that can also occupy your eyeballs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the last thing. If you're interested in rocking a little Reject Nation swag and supporting the channel in the process, go on over to our RejectNationShop.com store. we got a whole bunch of new designs. We've got new designs popping up all the time, but the freshest ones are official, and they are low and they are lovely. There's also a marble button-up or button-down, however you like to do your buttons. It's a nice flowy, you know, shirt for a good beach day or something, whatever. You know, you can wear it anytime. There's no rules. But uh, also, we got the Boys Inspired America's Ass Tee, which is, you know, it's a gem, and uh, I think you should see it. So go over, check those out, along with all the other classic designs. These are classics that have endured for years now. The Reject Nation, like, film reel design the the tickets the child protection services shirt the space babies t-shirt too many designs to name them all but you can check any of them out at rejectnationshop.com and without further ado let's jump into this episode we got a lot to talk about and uh, and i think it's a good discussion i mean of course i would but i think it's actually good not just because i like greg and coy and i was there too and and you get the point anyway roll the button <laughs> the end of the timeline yeah no more marvel canon event it's over that kevin feige reboot's coming sooner than we thought it's great to go to the handheld oh shit <sighs> god, damn it. god what a shot to end on and it it's darkness the darkness of that oh my god Aaron and justin directed that yeah, one yeah and, that's and they directed the, the first episode and they directed the first that's one too that's why yeah. it felt perfect <laughs> you geniuses damn that was an expertly crafted episode i'm oh. exhausted i am, I am breathless, so yeah. tired that was ex that was that was expertly done. I, not only was their mom spaghetti my palms are so that sweaty is, that is one of the best episodes of all of mcu television period oh, yeah. heart stop P. That stayed taut the whole way. It also fixed my issues with episodes two and some of three. It was so good, it retroactively like got me there. Oh, wow, man. you have no idea. Like, that was but that, exceptional. But you, but you still have, you still have Chocolate the ability soup. to go to rejectnationshop.com oh, oh, and oh. get yourself some teas to support the channel. Get your own nipple chills. I got nipple chills. I got nipple chills. The Space Babies of the Galaxy. This Loki-inspired merch. This yeah. other Marvel merch that we got, too. And then this shirt right here. And then that shirt right there. And then every single one helps to support the channel in great ways. And man, there's some sinister credits playing before yep, us. Yep, this right is now. ominous and new. And that monkey was terrifying. Oh, yeah, monkey shines, boy. Ooh, oh, you got the they had Victor Timely there yep. at the shot. I'm wondering oh. if there's Easter eggs for future stuff or like, like references that we'll catch. Because now we're back to the beginning 
of the show because it's an Ouroboros and the death of Victor, I think, brings about another Kang. Oh, it must. Because untethering him from all time, I'm, I'm curious how that relates. But also the idea that he was a good Kang and he stayed good and I didn't trust him. I love how much of a horror show this is, man. Like I got yeah. spaghettied. Well, and on Loki, I mean, He Who Remains is obviously dubious, but like the Kangs we've met directly via Loki are like not overtly evil, whereas, no. you know, Quantumania is pretty clear cut. I mean, he must have been. I don't know if they mean he was killed then because they were all caught up in that, in that final moment. So they must have been transferred somewhere. There's no way they just killed them. But there is that Loki who was pruned. Yeah. The one that Loki pruned himself. Right. So that Loki... I think that's how the time messiness happens with him getting... Yeah, because... Unfortunately, there is one trailer shot that I remember that I we think, still have I think have that's what caused Loki to be time displaced. Yeah. Is him zonking himself. Oh. So we're back we're literally back ah. to now round 0. Ouroboros. And but time it's itself imploding. Man, if this leads to an actual <laughs> cleansing of canon and timeline for Kang Dynasty and then Marvel can do it. I've been saying from the beginning, give Marvel the Deus Ex Machina to clean up any storylines that didn't work and this episode could do that. I mean, I don't know if they're going to do that, man. And then Deadpool just goes out <laughs> killing universes that are unwanted, but, but not the, on purpose. Uh, Deadpool post-credit scene, episode I six. I mean, we all thought that both the end of Loki season one would lead to a craziness. Of, I will stay optimistic until Marvel closes their doors. So let's. But in terms of what this episode did alone, like I like just thinking about what the episode did. I this is one like I I feel like I would have to process a little bit just because of how. How well done it is. Like they have just brilliant debates all around, right from Loki and Sylvie discussion of the the power that they uh, they hold and what does the TVA ultimately represent. Like this was a fight for power and choice and what the consequences of that could be despite your intentions. Yeah. You know, like that's what was happening with Ravona. That's what was happening with Docs. That's what was happening with Loki and Sylvie. Victor's uh, whole character is about the consequences of actions about yeah. your attention. Like that's his whole ass character. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved the. It's a big cautionary tale. His minutes got murked. Victor got murked. Yeah, a Loki caused himself to be time distorted and displaced. We but, still have all the ominousness of when Mobius sees himself on a jet ski. I did. It just <laughs> really stands out to me that in episode three, they said in case he died, you give this to Victor Timely. I still feel like we are watching He Who Remains Big Plan because the way they frame this show, especially when Justin and Aaron direct, there's constantly this voyeuristic presence yeah. as if there's something Greater bigger power watching. And I'm not saying He Who Remains is alive. I'm saying I think we are watching something else unfold that was part of He Who Remains Big Plan. I think we're seeing like, a Kang watch over I, I think it was an act of subterfuge of what he was Ooh, doing when he okay. was saying... That oh you I want you Loki and Sylvie to run the TVA and you guys do whatever you mm. want. I don't think that was the reality of the situation. Why else would he be like if I die, give, give this, this to because it's the Orbors. You got to start everything over. Yeah, and but, I think and that, this is a big part he's of the in cleansing. Control. And I def- I definitely think that the shots where they pull back and they show a lens of someone watching something on a TV, someone watching something pull out of another time. That's the voyeurism you're describing. But I think it's a Kang 
being aware. It's not him literally yeah. watching TV yeah. like the Matrix, but it's him it's thematically. watching, yeah, thematically watching <laughs> over a thing that he has put in place. Exactly. Yeah, we'll go into the Kang architect room next episode, and he'll be like, this is the sixth version of the TVA. Yeah. I hope we finally meet. So many times. If we meet real Kang next week, I think we meet real Kang next week. I think we meet a Kang powerful enough to survive ants. Yeah. <laughs> And what will he have to say about that? <laughs> I mean, and like I took my name. It wasn't me. God, I hope so. I really <laughs> thought we were going to watch like uh, something with Victor Timely. It's, it is like. I love that I didn't trust him ever. It's and crazy. Good. Jonathan Major's trial so good uh, coming up soon, so we're gonna have to ignore that for for right now. But it is crazy how he's he's managed to play three distinct different kings, and if you count Quantumania, like forty six. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. which I totally distinct do. than the last <laughs> Quantumania. Yeah. Definitely felt unique and not like a bunch of people watching football <laughs> that, games. That, not that, like an that, SNL. That, that Those counts, guys were totally. The Counselor King scene suddenly becomes a little bit more questionable to me now than when I when I factor in what they're doing here. I'm yeah, like, sure. They were up to something entirely different than what's happening here. I feel TV. like Loki is much like uh, WandaVision, where it's like someone watched half of something they needed to. Like this feels, <laughs> this feels like the follow up to Loki, but does not feel like it acknowledges Quantumania at all. And yeah. like Quantumania feels like it didn't acknowledge Loki at all. Yes, which yes. could exist with multiple timelines. And if you destroy a bunch of them in this episode. Quantumania. Yeah, I like ants. Quant- um, I mean, I look at the end of Paul Rudd going like, "Did that really happen? Maybe not, bro. Carry on to the next Avengers, but don't acknowledge that movie." Um, Cleansed. well, <laughs> back to the episode. <laughs> the 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 whole thing with Ravona Renslayer, I, I I feel like rising um up in like realizing what she really was before. It is cool to see. That. I want I want to see more of that side of her because Ravona. And depending on what, like the only thing I really read was the one thing you recommended that that brilliant King comic, yeah, where where Nathaniel Richards does learn about himself is meted by is greeted by a, a king and written then, by Jackson. And Lansley. he's like, I gotta stop myself from becoming this, and then he ends up just becoming the The act of trying yeah. to stop it and is it, what causes it. It is an Ouroboros, and I thought that like maybe that's Such what was point. happening with Victor Timely, saying <laughs> of, of, of oh, is is he accidentally gonna become himself by like trying to prevent himself from becoming. Especially that Miss Minutes line when Miss Minutes is like, "It's what you want," or like, "You won't get it." Yeah, what you want. You'll I was like, never "Oh, be him. Yeah. there it is." Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then, but but Ravona is very much featured in that, and they do hint at that with He Who Remains. Like, he did have this sorrowful regret when he says, "I'm sorry." When he's by himself after uh, you know giving the order to wipe everyone's memory, he says, "I'm sorry" in a way that does seem like sorrowful about it. Like he had to make a hard choice there. And I, I don't know if they're implying that they're lovers, you know, mm. because like it, it, traditionally, it's it, there's a there's a romance there. Yeah. There's a love, but maybe not that king, because he who remains was definitely more of an isolated character than a lot of yeah. the kings. And then there's like other Ravonas throughout time that it can be very much like fierce warriors. And we're gonna meet one because she just got proved. And I want to I want to see that version. I mean, but if you've been proved, you're 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 put into the void. And if you're putting it to the void, right? That's what happens. You're putting it where the void at the end of time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't think she. Oh, she did come back from that once. Just now, so I guess it's possible. Yeah, she got back because of Miss Minutes, <laughs> right? Um, but but Miss Minutes, when she reboots, might be able to bring it back again. Perhaps. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel like she'd be going to the end of time, and that's probably where that Loki is. Right. And they would, and maybe. I mean, my theory <laughs> is that our Lo- that Loki who got pruned might be able to, because because in that last up in last season, they had to enchant Eliath to distract, right? Right. That's what they did. Which one's Eliath? The big smoke monster. The big Thank smoke you. monster, yeah. They had to enchant Eliath, and I think, but he had to 
team up with Sylvie to do that. Yes. So, uh, and and so maybe, but that also wasn't strong enough. No, no, no. They did do it because then they had um, they had Richard guy. E. Grant distracting yeah. <laughs> with uh, creating King the Asgard. Or whatever, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do. But I, that Loki still has to exist, right? Because yeah. there is one trailer shot that everyone was screenshotting. Had uh-huh. it, had I want to, I don't want to remind. Remember, people. remember enjoying things for the internet. <laughs> but that's the only other shot I can think of that, that, that we haven't that seen we haven't too seen. Far. Yeah, that's the only other shot I can think of. There's nothing else that comes to mind. Like we haven't seen this. We haven't seen this. That was, yeah. the, that was the only shot. I'm like, oh yeah, there is one specific shot we haven't seen yet. Um. And it's like there's no way they would kill all these people off. So that's why I'm thinking maybe they weren't killed. Yeah. That they were actually displaced somewhere else. I wonder what the rules are of the little jail box thing in that regard then. Yeah. I think they're smushed. I mean, it seemed like there was residue. There was, seems like there well, was. Well, I, I think yeah. jail box people are dead. Yeah. They're, uh, I'm they're, saying, I think I'm saying oh. at the very end here, like what happened with all them. Yeah. Oh, 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 gotcha. I think so. When the loom yeah. burst yeah. open. I mean, the. <sighs> It, it's a very like this is maybe the biggest cliffhanger episode in Marvel TV, right? Because like that that could literally go Season anywhere. One was well, not a fin- uh, not a for a finale episode, like for a, for a episode four and five, like for oh, a, yeah, yeah. just a singular episode. Like this feels like a huge gap in yeah, anything. I don't know, man. Episode five. I don't know. Let's not forget before he was Ralph Boner, he was quick. Oh, touche. <laughs> for those beautiful <laughs> ten seconds, oh, that's fair. Oh, that yeah. might be the biggest cliffhanger between that episodes that are not a finale. Cliffhanger. That was bananas. God. All right. In recent memory, this is quite only the only like, second to Ralph Boner. Right, right after Boner and entrance. Uh, I loved how they manipulated our expectations throughout that episode. I really loved that I didn't trust Victor, and I should have. This is really well crafted, though. Like, I, I think from a directing standpoint, a cinematography standpoint, the way they clue us in through what these characters are experiencing through their emotionality via lighting choices, when to go handheld, how to make objects and items like feel larger than life, and have this sense of wonder and fate, yet with this tinge of like Darren Aronofsky fantasy sci-fi qualities to it where it does feel dark and wondrous but also kind of menacing underneath and unsettling. There's a little Wachowski too. There's a lot of Wachowski Wachowski imagery with like the mirrors and the the camera tilts and pulls. There's also a really interesting element of like the philosophy of like what extends beyond the trolley problem. Like what's the trolley Mm. problem for gods? And you've got gods discussing the elements of the trolley problem but what's the scope of like mortals to immortals? You know what I mean? Like What's a king to a god? What's a god to a I th- king? I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like... I feel like Mobius. I feel like everyone probably got back... I, I feel like a big reset happened for everyone at that TVA and a lot and whoever was still alive. And I think Mobius has probably planted back to who he was. Interesting. That's what I think happened. Okay. I think we're going to see some really fun because they keep talking about that. Yeah, shit. no, but I think next episode is definitely some and Mobius I, and, and timeline I, stuff. And, and I, I think, think it opens on a jet ski. And I think we're going to be relying <laughs> on, and I, I feel like the opening shot of next episode is going to be that one trailer. Do you know what tra- shot I'm talking about? I don't. I, I honestly think the opening of the next week is going to be Mobius on a, Do you on know a jet what ski. I don't remember it now. After this I episode, I saw the trailer. I think the one time. I, I no, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Mar- Marvel loves to do big climax and then jump cut to something there you don't expect. Very Mobius specific shot. Ski. Damn, but I will. I will remind you guys don't, about it. I we will, get to I live in bliss. But damn, I, do you, you guys torn. must know what I'm, I'm talking torn. about, especially with the shit you guys are mentioning right now. I, I really feel like I know what the the, the opening shot of next one's going to be. Loki at the end of time. Loki in the void. 
No, I don't. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want jet skis sound like. That's what it sounds like up here. What's fun about this is whatever the opening shot could be is next week. I could just be like, that was it. Yeah, I like this thing. I could totally be thing that everyone can say. Call an idiot. I could be like, called it because I didn't actually. That was the trailer shot. No, that was the trailer shot. Actually, that was the trailer shot. I knew the celestials like something totally out of left field. I knew Thanos was coming back. By the way. Man, this is great. Uh, also, I love that 20 minutes in, I was like, this reminds me of the first episode, and that's how good they are as directors. Aaron and Justin are so good that, like, it was so their style, but I didn't assume it was theirs because they just have this tone and pace they've that mastered. That was a great call. You call that right away of, mm-hmm. of that Loki pruned himself. Yeah, I called episode but, one, and then I love that they came back great job on the misleading of shots to make oh, it look God. like yeah. Sylvie so might clever. have just went boop. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Also um, love that the Ouroboros of the, the season, they let Justin Aaron direct both ends of the snake eating its tail. Yeah. I love that they let the style reflect the director's take. I, I do thi- think that there's... That he who remains, there's something very like there's something about Ouroboros, the character, not the not what it means. Oh, the concept, the concept of uh, the, char- the character of Obi, because there were similarities between him and he who remains of characters who are isolated, waiting for visitors, and the first visitor they get in hundreds of years is Loki. Oh, you know, like there, and there's and, yeah. and they have all this knowledge and this passing of information. That's why I was like, well, Ouroboros recognize Victor Timely in some capacity. But he also didn't seem to have his memory wiped entirely. Like I, I, I don't know. There was like something there, specific. like because he was remembering shit about uh, Mobius and when they had an encounter in that first episode. But, so he's but, beyond the but, wipe. He's above it. I, but the end of Ant Man implied the Nexus level being that means all Kangs look alike. So I don't think he's a Kang. But what if he's a construct like Miss Minutes that he is something removed from time? So he's the Ourobor. He's the self-reflecting art of Kang's concept. I mean, why would you name him Ourobor? Like his name is Ouroboros. It's a little on the nose. You can't spell so, robot without like, OB. Like that is not just some name <laughs> given. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Though? Well, yeah, no, but they're yeah, talking yeah, to each yeah, other as the Ouroboros. Like, like something, someone had to have named him that. Unless no. <laughs> when Kang slash Hero remains slash timely knew all these events would occur they knew he was the center of the Ouroboros and thus named him that because he's the one that has to help them get time solved so he's the center of this cycle a plant a robot an OB he's gotta be yeah he's the center of the snake the loop I think or he's kind and I know they say Tom works differently in the TVA, but he seems like he's been around board for like hundreds of years. 400 or whatever they said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Living man. Like, and I know Tom works differently in the TVA. But I think, he, he's, he I think he's something made. I th- that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, we're saying I, the same thing. I I'm feel, just using I, different examples. I feel like it's a he who, re- I feel like he who remains made him. Yeah, I think he's a Miss Minutes. I mean, we know creation. he can make convincing animatronics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's more narcissistic than a guy that wants to conquer time itself than by making something that would be the thing that solves it? Like he, he it's like his mirror. admires him greatly. <laughs> like the mirror to him, right? Like, let me bounce my ideas off you, off this mirror of my own creation. Who loves me. And then he's Herbie in Fantastic Four confirmed. <laughs> yeah. That was Easter eggs. I'm so excited by the show again. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's fun to be left in a place where you're like breathless and like overjoyed, but also like no, not two more. It's only two more episodes. Yeah, Yeah. and then I'm gonna have to to wait another like three years for this feeling again. (laughs) However long it takes them to do more Loki. I do wish we had a little bit more time with Docs and all them. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one part of the show that I was like, ooh, that would have hit a lot, a lot more. And that choice would have been more felt. Agreed. I, I'm like, we didn't really, we just didn't really. Spend if much episode time. two was seven minutes longer, like episode yeah. two, feeling rushed, really has affected a lot. 
I feel like that is something that was significantly paired for this because I think there's a lot of interesting stuff you could do and they represent an interesting side of the conversation about all of this in terms of certain people learn the truth and are immediately like, oh my God, what have I done? But other people take a long time to deprogram or, you know, to build the trust to see past the, you know, paradigms, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I appreciated more in this episode that they went swiftly about it because that created a lot of unexpected situations and a lot of great things to respond to. In isolation, mm. I think the, the uh, brevity of it here and the directness of it here was good. But at the same time, uh, especially in light of episode two, I think, yeah, you could have Well, that's what I'm saying. Putting it there would allow the wait to yeah. be here. I and think this episode is perfectly paced, but if that had been earlier, we'd have or to wait. Yeah, check to them a little I, more I, yeah. in the past I couple. Yeah. I feel like I've been bringing this up every episode since episode two. As much as I love this one, I put it up there with episode one for me. Same. I, I put it up there with episode uh -oh, one. Uh -oh. I still feel like... Like I I love watching Tom uh, Tom Hiddleston because he's Tom Hiddleston. Sure, he is still just kind of straightforward, dramatic, resigned, intense, staring guy. And I like I get the arc. He I want an arc. <laughs> I wanted I want the arc to stay through. I'm not asking for him to go back to being like God of just be mischievous, you know. Uh, but it is just kind of a straightforward dramatic performance now and and i'm missing some personality layers of the things that made me fall in that make all of us fall in love with loki this does he feel is, he is like essentially just a a really really good tva agent now this and i am missing i am missing that like i appreciate the arts and the lines and the dialogue i appreciate all that I that closing have, shot so I much could, emotion i could have two feelings about it no, <laughs> like, i could yeah. appreciate a lot but i'm like but i also feel like we're missing a lot of we're missing this complete other layer of the thing that got us on board with loki to begin with and respect this, the duality it yeah. feels like ahsoka in only insofar as this is much more an ensemble than it feels like it's about its title character not just that. It is just a very straightforward, like, dramatic character now. You know what I mean? He's not as impish, yeah. He's not as, like, r rascally. There's or... no fun with Loki. <laughs> he's, he's, not certainly the, yeah, yeah. he's certainly not the god of mystery. Well, I think there's, it's not, he's, there's, no, it's not a, it, there's no fun with him. Well, because he's not at odds anymore with, but, like, the bottom line of what's happening. But I so love it, the intensity. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah, is I yeah. love the intensity at the same time. I'm like... It's like with Mobius, they still manage to be have intensity, but also keep that level of fun. You know, it'd be fun, but impossible to do because everybody needs the namesake of Loki. Imagine if this show was called Kang, and it was a Kang TVA agent trying to stop himself from becoming Kang. So you replace the Tom Hiddleston part with another <laughs> sure. Jonathan Majors, and it's Jonathan Majors as a That's TVA what we agent. Need more Jonathan Majors. But, but imagine if if Jonathan Majors was playing a straight laced TVA agent that is a Kang variant that was trying sure. to stop yeah. himself from becoming Kang. So he's trying to stop Victor Timely and he who remains from ever becoming the Ouroboros that is Kang, and then dealing with yeah. Ob. So all that intensity would like build out both characters. Now I'm kind of questioning what I said because I'm like, it, it would make sense that he's a little bit more dramatically resigned after everything he's been through. Like, right? like Thor. I mean, he has been significantly yeah, changed I mean, like, by the things the, he's yeah, seen. Like he the, knows the truth of everything. So little of anything before matters. The whole scene with the pie was him heartbreak being like, "You got to get hope. You got to believe in heartbreak something." Heartbreak of Sylvie. I mean, of what it does. It does character-wise line up. My ridiculous idea just fixed Loki for you. You're welcome. 
<laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Your That's pitch about the Kang. <laughs> My thing that had nothing to do yeah. with Loki. Here we are. Made me reflect on You're welcome. Well, that maybe, idea is so though. bad that I like the show more. It wasn't a bad idea. I'm just saying <laughs> that. It, it, no, I, I think, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think both things can still be true. It's like, I'm not upset because the placement of his character and the emotionality of his character tracks. But... You know, that's like a quintessential part of Loki that makes him distinct in the MCU pantheon as well as the comics pantheon that he is this mischievous figure and there's not as much opportunity for mischief. I thought th- when he was able to do magic with Brad, yeah, yeah, like that kind of brought me closer to that place again. So part of me is like, well, you know, the TVA you can't use powers unless you shut off all the security. So like maybe if we could get back out in the field, there's like more opportunities for that. But at the same time, I'm like, clearly <laughs> like everything worth happening right now is at the TVA. So I cannot wait for next week. Yeah. I'm not even asking for it to be like mischievous or, or, or devious in any way. That's not even what I'm really asking for. It's just, uh, just more fun. A little bit more personality. Just like there's some of glimmer of that old Loki oh, charm in there. So yeah. I guess that's the one simple way to put it. Like, some, of that, some of that old charm would be nice. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. <laughs> some, totally. Some charm. Just a glimmer in his eye <laughs> yeah. or something like that because he is the most, even Mobius at times, and, and I think they confronted that nicely in this episode because he's so removed from everything, can have that. Whereas Loki is like so aware of everything yeah. going on and his involvement in all that that, yeah. Mm. I think he is burdened with glorious purpose with with <laughs> glorious glorious, con- <laughs> glorious consequences. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, what did you think about this episode? Leave your thoughts down below. What would you rate it? I would I would give this like a solid. I mean, I I liked that. I loved it. I was like a ten out of ten. I loved it a lot. Yeah, I was I was going nine seven. Like I was <laughs> big fan. Nothing's perfect. Going ten point three, all right. Just, just even, even a little better than perfect. Yeah. I don't know what I would really remove from it, man. I thought that was like one of the most. That was like genuinely, like it was exciting and and rare as the day. I say with anything with Disney Plus shows, especially <laughs> like that was actually not just. A lot of times it's like, oh, exciting, intriguing. I'm gripped, but I rarely say suspenseful. And mm-hmm. like that was actually like this is. This is intense. Yeah. This is it's suspenseful shit. I don't know what's going to happen, and there were surprises that just kept happening. Like, and and it, and it wasn't like fucking Easter egg surprises. You know, it was it 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 was serious, and it ended in a way like I you just don't expect. Yeah. Um. And I I thought oh that was God. actually actually suspenseful, and I, I I don't think I've said that for any of the Disney Plus show episodes. Yeah. Not even, not even Loki episode one. No, no season it's... one. Um, I don't. I don't even think I said it for season one. It's like, got tension. It's got suspense, and it, and it beautifully uses the disconcertion of all the timey wimey strangeness. Like mm. it, it has that eeriness that only this kind of sci-fi can bring you. That then, like when you have those moments, that's like you know Rafa going down the hall or whatever. Like yeah. those read as more traditional horror. But yeah, there's just yeah. this. There's yeah that seventies paranoia. There are all those like subtle stretch and crush zooms that they do. Like there's yeah. so much they do to. To just make you feel like everything is off somehow. And I think that is beautifully rendered here and also accentuates every single other emotional flavor they go for. Loki's back on top. My number one MCU show again. Hundo P. I'm so hoping it sticks the sixth. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. And uh, yeah, it's nice with a patron of the day shout out. All right. Got to play some catch up on shout outs. So we're going to do this old, old school. Old school meaning recent edition. Where we see how good Chat GBT is. Oh sure. 
And we're going to have real fun with this one. We're going to do Flev Doran and Ricardo Martinez. All right. Where's my prompt? Where's my prompt, chat, GBT? I have a YouTube channel where I'm going to shout our patrons are super sexy rejects. And they are Ricardo Martinez and Flev Doran. Oh, yeah. I want you to write a scene, only do the dialogue of them um, surviving a... Like a zombie? Surviving the purge. Oh, the purge is even better. Yep. That's topical. All right, so let me give you some facts about (coughs) them. Let me give you some facts. All right, John, what do you know about Flev? Flev, uh, he's, uh, I think he lives in Romania. Dope. Uh, He's a a big, uh, like, Marvel stuff fan. Lives in Romania. Uh, He's huge into Marvel slash MCU. He loves psych. (laughs) Loves psych. Um, Flev is, uh, he's, he's really chipper. He's got, like, a really positive energy. Chipper, positive energy. Okay, what do you imagine his favorite food is? Uh, I imagine Flev loves uh, gnocchi. G-N-O-C-C-I. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what do you think you'd be Hot dogs, then. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think you'd be for Halloween? I think Flev would be Doctor Strange for Halloween. Would be Doctor Strange during the purge. During, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. In uh, what would he be doing during the purge? What would be his crime? Uh, oh, Flev. During the purge would be he would be pirating movies. Be pirating <laughs> Just movies. Pirating movies <laughs> to last him. <laughs> to last him all twelve hours. <laughs> to last him. Last him the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a whole library in that twelve-hour window. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Okay. And uh, does he have a girlfriend? Boyfriend? He's got one of each. He's got a girlfriend <laughs> and a boyfriend, and uh, they don't know about each other. <laughs> He's worried they'll find out <laughs> on Purge Night. <laughs> That's not going to... Well, but it's legal on Purge Night. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, how old do you think he is? I think Flev is 27. 27 years old. And uh, he's got a six-pack. Yes, he does. Okay. <laughs> it works out a lot. Okay, Ricardo Martinez. Okay. Latino? He's Latino. Good. Was in the, Served in the military. Ooh. Thank you. Veteran. Loves movies. <laughs> a all common, right, okay. Now, uh, all right, I don't know. What do you think uh, Ricardo loves to eat? Probably burritos. <laughs> loves burritos. He loves tacos, uh, enchiladas, <laughs> churros. He loves sauerkraut. <laughs> he loves bratwurst. <laughs> he loves borscht. <laughs> um, and uh, what kind of uh, car do you think he has? Oh, he drives a Geo. Drives a Geo. And um, what, what do you think his favorite? Uh, what do you think he'd be doing on Purge Night? Um, he would be stealing a, a different Geo. He'd be stealing a different Geo. And um, how many? Um, I mean, uh, do you think he has uh, any STDs? At least a few. Has a few STDs. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, got to get around. to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he, he, he doesn't see a doctor about any of these things. He doesn't Ref- believe in, in medical science. to see a doctor. <laughs> doesn't believe in medical science. He's a big conspiracy theorist. 
huge conspiracy <laughs> theorist. Um, uh, very anti-pirating movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he draws the line. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then uh, what's another fun fact we can think about him? What, what do we muse about this guy? Mm, um, I think that uh, uh, loves to stretch <laughs> and. Yeah, sure. And he's always got a rose clutched in his teeth. Always has a rose clutched in his teeth. And he can't bench very much, even though he's he looks fit. He'll drive 30 miles away <laughs> in order to release a fart. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, yeah, gotta have yourself, dude. The one thing he's embarrassed about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, and uh, uh, owes a lot of money. To um, his mom. And and old what's he dressed as for Halloween? And on Purge Night, he's dressed <laughs> as. Uh, as uh, the, the Johnny Depp Mad Hatter. As, as the Johnny <laughs> Depp Mad Hatter. <laughs> okay. Write me a scene. <laughs> Only dialogue of them encountering each other. <laughs> uh, uh, of them. Doing purge night together, where a huge conflict <laughs> arises between them halfway through the scene, between between them <laughs> in the middle of the scene, that may be the destruction of their friendship. Oh, drama! Oh, this is gonna be heavy, Doc. All right, let's see what goes down here. Let's see what's going on, people. It's not letting me scroll. Okay, here we go. It's just building suspense. Exterior, purge night, abandoned alley, night. Streetlights flicker, and the distant sounds of chaos reverberate through the valley, the alley. Somewhere close, we hear the sounds of Geo's engine purring. We gotta do this racist style, John. Okay. <laughs> um, am I clever? Who's, who's race am I obscuring? <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, <laughs> Ricardo, this is nuts. Never thought I'd see the day where we'd be teaming up for the purge. And you as Mad Hatter, bold choice. Ricardo, with a rose clutch in his teeth, smirking. Johnny Depp style, my friend. <laughs> you know, you as Doctor Strange is pretty ironic. <laughs> Especially given what you're planning tonight, man. Everybody has their advice. A few pirated movies won't hurt anyone. Besides, I need enough mm. movies to last me the year. Mm, Flev, <laughs> I might be anti-medical science and a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but pirated movies? That's crossing the line, I say. Come on, Ricardo. It's the purge. And hey. Didn't you just hotwire the Geo? I owe a lot of money, especially to my moms. <laughs> Need to save every penny. But pirating, that's someone's hard work, man. Look, I understand that. And honestly, I didn't want to bring this up. But you're constantly talking about your STDs, and yet you won't see a doctor. That's someone's health we're talking about. <laughs> hey, it's my choice. At least I don't keep secrets about having a girlfriend and a boyfriend. What's going to happen if they find out tonight, man? Oh, that's personal. Ricardo, how did you even find out? I am, my ways. You're not the only one with tricks up his sleeve, I say. I know. I need to sort it out. I just can't bear the thought of losing either of them. And I can't bear the thought of you stealing artist's hard work. <laughs> Plus, 
I must, I might love churros and burritos, but I have valued <laughs> so much. You heathens out there, enjoy your churros. So what now? We go our separate ways tonight? Look, Flev, I cherish our friendship, but this... This might be the breaking point. <laughs> Suddenly, uh, the distant roar of an approaching gang interrupts their confrontation. We need to move now. Agreed. Let's survive tonight and deal with our issues tomorrow. The two make a hasty retreat, their res unresolved conflict looming over them as they navigate the deadly night together. Oh, my God. That Beautiful. was brilliant. That was... <laughs> Yeah, man. I think every script should be written by ChatGPT. <laughs> if you want good comedy, ChatGPT is unbeatable. <laughs> it's just terrific My stuff. favorite line is, I might love churros and burritos, <laughs> burritos. but I have values. <laughs> yeah, you can't have values if you're a churro and burrito eater. That's just the heathen food right there. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I, I, I really wish I could ask the machine what it was thinking about when it wrote that line. Well, let's ask it. <laughs> what do you mean by I might love churros and burritos, but I have values? But I have values. That sounds like people who generally love churros and burritos usually have a low moral standard. <laughs> I apologize for that oversight. The intention was to contrast the lighter, humorous aspects of Ricardo's character with a more serious stance on movie piracy, but the phrasing was off. It was not meant to imply anything negative about people who enjoy churros or burritos. Let me rephrase it. They've rephrased it to, look, I might have my quirks, but I stand firm on some things. Piracy is where I draw the line. You're right, Chad GBT. This rewrite is just not as funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you got to smear a community of, uh, you know, food enjoyers to get the comedy. Okay. I understand. Finding the right balance between humor and clear communication can be a challenge. If you have any other specific directions or ideas for the scene, I'm here to help. Otherwise, thank you for the feedback, and I'm glad to assist further in any way I can. Can it end with Ricardo leaving the scene to go fart, <laughs> but he doesn't want to specify that? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's That's see, let's see what they story. do. All okay. right, let's pick it up from the end. Flev, we need to move now. Agreed. Let's survive tonight and deal with our issues tomorrow. As they prepare to navigate the dangerous streets, Ricardo suddenly looks uncomfortable. Actually, uh, Flev, I need to um, <laughs> take a quick detour. You know, like, uh, pers personal reasons. Just give me like, give me like 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 miles. 30, 30, 30 miles. <laughs> really? Now? Yes, now it's urgent. It's urgent. <laughs> With that, Ricardo hastily rushes off, leaving Flev chucking, uh, chuckling to himself as he imagines the trees <laughs> for Ricardo's hasty Much exit. better ending, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's an that's, Easter egg. Yeah, it was quality. All right. <laughs> well, we did it. We did it, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we love you both dearly. <laughs> Stay safe on purse night. <laughs>